What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of Duck Gun Chronicles. We are out here. This is going to be something I've never done before—a mini series. I'm excited for it. The Chasing the Opener podcast series. So, um, you guys know and love the video series, the Chasing the Opener series. We do it every year, where I chase the openers down. And well, this year, it's bigger and better than it's ever been before. We got the bus. We got the duck torpedo. The duck bus build is, you know, I wouldn't say complete, but it's huntable. And uh, we're out here in UP, Michigan, UP, Michigan, and uh, in the wilderness <laughs> and getting after it. So I got Jack with me. Jack, this is your first time on the Duck Gun Podcast. Um, and Jack is somebody I met through social media doing some camera work with me this year, and it's going to be awesome. So how are you doing tonight, Jack? I'm doing good. I, I'm excited to be here. We're in the UP, like Jordan said. Uh, we're seeing ducks here so far, and I'm, I'm just excited for the opportunity. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, we, you know, the general kind of uh, format of this series is going to be we're just going to talk to you about what's going on, what's going on on all the hunts. Um, and today was the first day, first two days, really, um, getting out here. And we had some perils for sure. So, <laughs> um, but before we do that, let's get a quick word from our partners and we'll get right back into the nitty gritty of the podcast. So uh, first off, I'd like to give a big thanks to Motion Duck Decoy Spreader. Um, guys, if you're not using Motion Duck, you need to start. It is a jerk rig on steroids. Um, you know, gone are the days where you have to worry about um, stressing about the jerker, getting tangled up in it and the dog getting all messed up in it. Um, all that, the, the motion duck decoy spreader sets up and takes down in minutes and it's just your perfect f- solution for no win days. Check them out guys. Motionduck.com. Use code duck gun 2020 for 10% off and free shipping over there at motionducks.com. Alrighty. Also like to give a big thanks to Onyx. Onyx, they've been a huge utilization for us on this chasing the opener series actually so um we're out here freelancing it and you know um onyx is by far by far away the most useful tool for freelance duck hunters um we're up here we're able to download the maps offline we're able to track where we're going through the marsh we're able to set pins there's just endless ways to use it not only that but if you want to hunt private you know, we're doing public on this one, but private, it gives you the tax information of the landowner and you can find them. Check out guys, check out Onyx on Android, Apple, PC, whatever you guys need to be using it. If you're not also like to give a big thanks to banded Avery and Greenhead gear. Uh, the one stop shop for hunters guys, it's banded.com. They got everything you need from dog gear, the hunting gear, camo decoys, you name it. Um, high quality products and you know, you're, you're definitely going to look cool while you're doing it. If you're uh, going with, with banded. So check them out. Banded.com. Also like to give a big thanks to HCR innovations. Uh, guys, HCR innovations, the, probably the flagship product for them is the marsh stand. You guys have seen it in my videos in the past. Um, but it is a quick marsh stand. You can, you can put it in the mud, hold your gun, hold your ammo on these marsh hunts where you're not in a boat, you're not in a blind. It's just the, the mobile hunter out there in the cattails, this solution, you know, gets the gun out of your hands, get your ammo out of your hands, your hands free, and then bam, the birds come in, it's right in front of you, pull it up, and uh, p- pick up your gun and, and, and take a shot. So it's it's just that easy. Um, check them out. HDR Innovations, use code DUCKGUN10 for 10% off of free shipping. All righty. Let's go ahead and talk about what we got going on for the hunts. So um, we left... Thursday night, Thursday afternoon, 
And man, I'll tell you right from the get go, we were already running late. So (laughs) (laughs) I had to text you and be like, Hey man, I think I'm about an hour late. Um, but you know, it, it worked out. We got all the gear loaded up, ready to go. Um, and man, let's guys, if you haven't seen the, the duck bus build on, on YouTube, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm so excited about it. It's so cool. Um, we got the bunk beds in here. We got, um, the table in here. We got a wood burning stove. Can't forget about the wood burning <laughs> stove. That saved us last night a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. The wood burning stove is just, it's just awesome. I don't know what else to say about it. It's awesome. It smells like a fire in your bus. Um, Everybody when it says it, they're like, oh, that's not safe or, or something like that. But, I mean, people have been using wood-burning stoves for for a long time. And, you know, this one's no different than that. It's just miniature built for like an RV right. or a bus type type scenario. And it's, you know, it's awesome. So, um, oh, and then the other the other crowning jewel is the gun safe. It's pretty cool to have. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intimidating. <laughs> a gun safe in here. Lock up your gun and ammo and all that. So... Um, but yeah, we got on the road, we got headed to UP Michigan and you know, it actually went pretty smooth as far as that goes. Yeah. The drive up here went pretty smooth. The bus drives real well. It's a diesel bus as everyone probably knows from the videos, but you know, I got to get behind the wheel for a little bit. Oh yeah. I wasn't expecting that too much, but uh, I've driven (laughs) some big rigs before, like I told Jordan. So it drives really well. Uh, you know, it wasn't too bumpy. It's a little loud, you know, sitting in the back, got a little, got to scream to a little, a little bit to have the conversation, but good, good ride overall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I was able to jump in the bed actually for a little bit while you're driving, kind of more of a joke to send to to Elliot because I knew that he would uh, get a kick out of that. So (laughs) driving down the road, but oh man, it was, it was comfortable just laying down the bed and letting somebody else drive. (laughs) Yeah. Jordan definitely did not cheap out on the mattresses. I was happy about that and the pillows. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My wife made comment because it's all brand new stuff about how uh, it's going to be nicer than our house or something like that. <laughs> but uh, it's a, oh, it's a far cry from that nice. But it's uh, it's uh, it's definitely um, I don't know. I'm definitely proud of the bus. So yeah, we are. <laughs> we already got a, a few things we know we can upgrade, but uh, we're going to share. We're going to share that at the end. See what we can oh, do yeah. and see what we can come up with. So, like I said, the peril. The peril started. That night, actually. So it was about one in the morning, and we rolled up to the, and like I said, completely freelance. Neither one of us have been up here. Um, and we, the first spot that we rolled up to, we picked a, a spot on the map on X. We picked a bunch of pins. It looked really cool. And we showed up, and the boat launch, which is just a huge boat map, a boat launch, a huge boat launch on, on X. And it was private. I couldn't believe it. We're down this long drive, potholes everywhere. Oh, worst road. Yeah, bumpy, terrible road, one in the morning, and we're just ready to park and go to sleep. And we get down there, and there's no way to turn around. There's just a sign that says it's a private drive. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I did because I, I I did not think that it was going to be a private drive. Yeah, the so. boat launch looks so big on the map; it actually looked like a public ramp. Oh yeah, I mean huge, huge. It's, it was built like with two two sides to it. All this, there's no no way I thought it was going to be private. So we actually were able to back into somebody's driveway, get turned around, and then get back on our way. So we went to Plan B um, and slept there for the night. And honestly, it was uh, it was kind of funny. Um, we parked on the side of the road. We we're going to be going under this, this bridge that was a channel. 
Um, and we're sitting there with our flashers going, checking the height of it to make sure we could get through it. Um, and it was tight. It was tight, you know, even for a small boat. But uh, um, these two trucks go by us, and, and Jackie, you're like, oh, it's, it's a couple duck boats. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and no joke, we went back around, and we pulled into that parking lot, and because that's where we decided we are going to scout first thing in the morning. And they turned around and came back and said, hey, we know you. <laughs> kind of hard to miss a big yellow school bus. <laughs> yeah, a school bus with with uh, the duck torpedo. It's uh, definitely one of a kind. There's nobody else going to... You, you're not gonna right. be like, oh, is that is that them? No, you you know, <laughs> right? So, yeah, not not too many other torpedoes out there. Oh yeah, not too many uh, school buses either. <laughs> well, I guess a lot of school buses. Not not too many torpedo duck torpedoes getting pulled by a school bus. That's for sure. So, uh, but yeah, uh, so we slept there for the night again. Like we talked about, we're gonna talk about this wood burning stove again because it was just so cool. Got the the fire roaring in there, and we went to sleep. It got pretty toasty in here. I mean, it was right. It was rainy and windy and low forties, and we got that thing rolling, and it got it heated up in here. But uh, it was about, <laughs> I think it was about three in the morning, and you went out um, to go to the bathroom or something. You came right. back in, and actually, it freaked me out a little bit because I was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> yeah, you you did freak out. I, I was like. Because I knew when I was going to go out to the bathroom, I'm like, I'm going to wake him up for sure. Oh, I didn't I hear you get door. down, though. That's the thing. Oh, I was sneaking when I got down. I made sure to be sneaking. I'm like, when I close this door and I come back in, there's no way I'm not waking him up. <laughs> yeah. So I th- I didn't realize you'd get out. So, um, But I got up at 3 in the morning then when you when you came back in. And maybe it was like about 3.30 or something like that. I can't remember. And there's just coals going. Just some embers left right. in the bottom of the stove, and so I tried getting a few more pieces to burn on it, and I was a little too late. So <laughs> after that, it did get a little chilly. It did so. get a little chilly. We were probably too lazy to close any windows if we cracked any. Too. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that wood burning stove, man, I'm such a fan of that. I think it's the coolest thing ever. So, um, but yeah, first thing in the morning, and we picked, and we, I say we, it was it was kind of, I think we have to blame me for that one. But the spot I picked for the first scout. There was no boat ramp. We have a boat, we have a bus, and we have uh, the boat's on a trailer. So I'm like, either we'll carry it or... <laughs> right. I wish people could visualize what we oh, had man. to go through. Yeah, it was like through all this brush and vegetation. Oh, there's some Instagram stories, and there'll be videos at some point. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man. So um, I always do this. I always think that, like... We're able gonna like be able to accomplish some kind of crazy task, and I mean mm-hmm. we do, but it was a struggle. So definitely, we got we couldn't get down there because the boat and the the boat and the the bus were getting in a bind with how steep of a, a drop off it was, how steep of a hill we're going. So we tried that a few times. It was jamming into the ground, so we ended up um, taking it off and just pushing the boat and the trailer all the way through this crap down into the creek. And we got it in the creek, the trailer. We literally left it there in the mud and pushed the boat off <laughs> and, and went to scout. We're like, nobody is going to be doing this. Nobody's going to be stupid enough to <laughs> to try to get in there. No and chance. so it was super cool. I'm just going to say where we're at, too. So we, uh, um, which I don't like the hot spot places, but we we're on Lake Michigan. It's really hard to hot spot like all of Lake <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah. So um, it was just super cool. I mean, I've never been. I've been on Lake Michigan plenty of times, but I've never 
not in this kind of scenario, duck hunting where right. I'm driving a little boat with a mud motor and people right. are going to start freaking out, but we're like behind an Island and a wind bro- block and we're staying close to shore. So, um, but it, it is daunting seeing yeah, like Lake L- Michigan. Lake sure. Michigan is definitely intimidating. You get anything over two mile an hour winds and you're seeing some major waves. And the worst th- part is, is you go out in the morning and it's pretty calm. And then once you're about to come back for the afternoon, that's when the wave, big waves come. Yeah. So that's when it gets scary. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, the waves, even today, I mean, they weren't crazy. And like I was saying, we were behind a little island in a wind block. And even like, you know, some of the bigger waves we went over, like you could feel the whole boat kind of move and then get like pushed over, if, you know, a few feet. And <laughs> right. I mean, just a little a long tail mud motor on Lake Michigan. Think oh, about yeah. it, guys. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty crazy. So we, we ran up on some rocks. We uh, <laughs> definitely, you know, we, we found a few different places. We saw a duck that had been torn apart and eaten. We saw what? Okay, we have some debate. Was this a coyote or was it a wolf? I think it's a wolf because if we saw it from that far, I don't think it would look that big as a coyote. See, I want to believe it was a wolf because I've never seen a wolf, and that'd be super cool. It did. I mean, its body looked. It, big. it looked like as big as like a small deer. So I'm like, I don't know. And the thing is, we're seeing it through binos. You're seeing it through your camera. What did you get it on I camera? Got, I got it. <sighs> I got a little bit of on camera. I, we we got to relook at that. But I saw it with my eyes because I would pick it out with my eyes and then put my camera yeah. on it. Yeah, you would. And I couldn't pick it out, um, but I could see it with my binos. And it was big. It was huge. So I don't know. It Maybe just we... had that tan color, which is like I've never really heard of wolves or seen wolves that are like have that tan yeah. hide to it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen enough coyotes or wolves to be an expert. So. Is it, yeah, it was cool to see it regardless. Um, seeing an eagle out there as well. And, right. Um, we saw divers buzzing by. We busted up some mallards. So it was a, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a, it was a cool scout, but we definitely didn't see the numbers we wanted to see for, for first light. So right. we, we ended up deciding not to stay there and hunt. Although I want to go back and hunt it sometime because it was such a cool little spot. Yeah, the island could definitely be good, you know, mid-season, late-season for some divers. Yeah, and public land, state land right there. And right. so, like, you can definitely, you could go hunt it. Um, and that little island, yeah, that little island was awesome, too. And we saw divers zip right in front of it, kind of where we talked about setting up. And as soon as we talked about that, literally, there was, like, a five-pack that zipped right Just, in front of it, cupped yep. up, and, and landed. And I was like, man, if we were hunting divers, like, we'd, we'd kill some. So, um, who knows? Who knows if... Uh, how things go we could hit it up an evening hunt while we're out here or not it was a rainy kind of a diver-esque kind of filled day yeah now now, uh now it's not it cleared up it's sunny and warmer the (laughs) rain's coming back the rain's coming back so um from there we we decided to pack back up and get back get back going but uh it wasn't as simple as that because we got back there and we're like how do we think we're going to get this out of here oh man so um First thing, we tried to put the boat on the trailer, then lift the boat and the trailer, which, you know, I don't know why we thought we're just like, just going to be the Hulk or something. I, I have no idea, but it, it just, it just, we couldn't even move. You know, I, I didn't really have any ideas. So any idea you <laughs> threw out there, I was just kind of had to go with it. Yeah. I mean, I can lift up the boat by myself. I can lift up the motor by myself, but I can't lift the both of them by myself. Right. So. Right. Um, and the angle the boat was on and in the mud and in the mud and, and the drop off where the motor was. And we also had to lift it like a foot to get it out of the mud into, it was actually like suction to the mud yeah. too. So, cause even after we got it off, we had to like pull that. So, okay. Fast, fast forward a little bit. We tried that. It didn't work. We tried a bunch of different things. It didn't work. 
we tried to get the boat down there or the bus back down there again. Um, and it started digging in. Like we tried like going right. forward at dug in. We tried going backwards. We took dug the in. hitch off because the- <laughs> it was digging into the <laughs> it ground. Was plowing into the- oh, we plowed that place up. So, um, we couldn't get the boat. We couldn't get the bus down there to pull it out. So yeah, we tried getting the bus down there. Um, you know, we tried going forward, trying to go backwards, tried taking off the hitch and nothing would work. We couldn't get the bus back down there. So, um, we ended up taking the trailer off and then pulling it out of the mud and getting it up there. And then from the trailer getting up there, we use the winch on the trailer to pull it up. It's not really a winch. It's like a hand, you know, the hand crank for the boat to latch it onto the trailer. Everyone knows it. Yeah. So then, you know, not only, but we, we had to go and we scavenged in the forest for some big logs to throw behind the tires of the trailer. So the, trailer wouldn't be moving when we were pulling it up yeah block the wheels didn't really work too well with uh that boat and pulling it up it was it was just a pain I and mean, we tried like three or four times and we'd get it a little ways then we'd let it all out and pull the trailer up and we just weren't getting it it was just not happening i was like laying on the trailer and trying to like block the wheels with my body and uh it just didn't work <laughs> so um we're like how are we going to do this i'm like i'm about to just go to like the nearest walmart which by the way is like it got like an hour, two hours. I don't even know. Probably two. Nothing around. So buy a winch to put on the front of the bus. I'm like, well, crap. I didn't bring the right tools for that. So, um, But then I finally came up with the right idea. We took the trailer. We flipped it around. We jammed the nose of the trailer into the dirt and then winched it up that way. So it blocked. It didn't slide that way. It kind of just plowed into the ground. And we pulled the boat out of the water, up the hill, and got it got it close to that. And then it still wasn't done. So we unhooked again, <laughs> flipped the trailer back around and lifted the boat onto the back of the bunks. And now the trailer is like literally pointing up to the sky. And uh Jack winched it from there. Yeah, usually <laughs> you're bending over, cranking the winch. Then I was on my tippy toes this time cranking it. Oh yeah. That was tough. So we finally got it high enough. I went over the back, lifted up, and we set it down, got it all pushed up on there and then we had to push it up the hill because, again, we couldn't hook on the <laughs> the bus. So even that was a struggle. So it was like, man, we did all this work. I mean, but the, at the end of it, we were talking about how much fun it still was going out to the spot. And I was talking about there's certain buddies that you might have that might not be down for that, but I'm always down for that type of adventure, even though it's a little idiotic and crazy and you know, but at the, it, at the end of it, we had fun, and it's a cool story to tell afterwards. Right. And we talked about it. It's like, hey, even though we know we'd have to go through all that struggle, if we wanted to hunt that, we'd do it. You know, definitely, <laughs> definitely, it could be a good spot later in the year. Yeah, it could I be think, even a decent spot right now. It's just not what we're looking for there yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. There, we would have shot birds. I think we would have shot birds right. there. We, we're trying to get closer to a limit. So, <laughs> <laughs> if we can, I don't want to talk too soon. So. But yeah, then from there, we went to, we drove around, kind of just map scouting a little bit and uh, ended up going to another marsh and really big, awesome marsh. We got to the boat launch and as soon as we saw it, we're like, we fell in love with this place. This, this place is awesome. This just screams duck hunter. Yeah. It's, it's just a super cool marsh. And like, even like just the way it looked at that point of the day, you know. Um, certain times, you know, where it's like super sunny, a marsh never looks like a duck marsh, but you know, it was like the skies were clearing from the clouds and all that kind of stuff. And, um, we got out there and I mean, we started busting up mallards. So, um, for sure, super excited about that. And we got our our spot picked out, but uh, we put on, I ran the Onyx tracker for that. 
and we went 11 miles around in the boat today <laughs> 11 miles and two broken props yeah. that was actually just in this the second spot we scouted not even counting the first place so yeah so back to the props i don't think we talked about that yet so no. yeah so oh man this is gonna throw back some memories from i mean i have like a history of any time it's like i don't i don't break them at home i don't break them like any other time it's just when i go on michigan marsh trips i break props they get so, the best of you and it's like, it's getting to be a little bit of a sore spot for me. I'm not going to lie. And so <laughs> I broke the first one and we we're being stupid. We we're trying to get back to this tiny, tiny hole. We ramped a beaver dam. Great. We kept on going. And then we had another one. I'm like, ah, I don't know if we can do it. And I should have just been at that. And I said, nah, let's do it. And I tried to ramp it. And we like ramped one and landed on the next beaver dam. So yeah, then from there we're stuck. And you know that, how that goes. We're trying to dig ourselves out with the mud motor and uh it just it just wasn't happening that so. wasn't easy mud to walk through either because majority of the marsh wasn't bad you know it's actually nice to walk through yeah and this was like going up into the timber a little bit more so i hit a log obviously because the beavers putting all that junk in the water building his dams and uh we broke a prop so after that we're like okay we got to be careful we only got two left and so we, we were for for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> but like i said i mean we were going we're probably, I don't even know, eight miles into it, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? We got three days of hunting ahead of us, and I'll have Jack give this a, a turn, you know? Uh, and you've never... Oh, boy. How many, how many mud motors have you driven? Um, so my buddy Phil just got one um, about a month ago. I've driven it about two or three times. Gotcha. So not not to... Uh, and what kind is it? Does it have a... Do you know if it has a stainless steel prop or aluminum? Or? I'm, like you said, I'm a rookie. I, don't, I wasn't too sure. I just, you know, you know, you turn the knob and then you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, these ones have aluminum because they're the, like the, the long tail tie style, which are your kind of like redneck kind of redneck boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm used to, I've been hunting for six years. We've been using outboards every single year. Yeah. So yeah, not really used to that too much. Oh yeah. So we, uh. So, anyways, long story short, Jack busted off the second prop. <laughs> so, hit a couple logs. I've seen it coming a couple of times, but, you know, honestly, I should have been like, hey, what's, what's not a good idea? Some real-world training when we're <laughs> down a prop already, but... Opening day. Yeah. So, we have one prop left, and actually, we spent the rest of the afternoon, after we got done scouting, running to every Marine in the area, which there's there's not very much anything out here and nobody owns a mud motor so no, it, yeah literally I, I can't i can't believe it just like there's no mud motors up no here, mud so. motors every everyone who hunts here are canoes yeah or they just have a outboard we did see an older dude yeah. with like a, a deep v struggling push pulling he was an old dude too and yeah. he was push pulling through the marsh scouting like and yeah. he was in there far yeah. Yeah, he's push pulling. I couldn't believe it. So, I mean, that's something you'd see like in the '90s in Louisiana, like <laughs> you know. But anyways, kudos to him. Um, but not kudos to us because <laughs> we're down two props, and oh man, it's a little bit of a sore subject because that happened last year in the central zone chasing the opener, and you'll, you know, it's it's the old saying like "fool me once, shame on me." Like "fool fool me twice, shame on." Oh wait, "fool me once, shame on you." "Fool me twice, shame on me." So it's like. <laughs> You know, it's happened, this is twice now, that I've brought three props 
and broke two and been down to one. So next year you need five. Oh, I, I I didn't even think about it. Like I said, I've been running it all year. I haven't broke it, and I've taken it out. Like I put miles and miles like run this thing for, and like I I just can't believe that two broke today. So. Was that the same one we used to scout earlier in the summer? Yeah, same prop. Yeah, okay. yeah, that one's been like, oh man, I can't believe it. So bad luck. And those were the good props. Now I have the bad, skinny, crappy one. And uh, luckily, good. we don't got to go far. Yeah. So we might. There's, I'm still a little worried, but we did. Like I said, we went around and checked everywhere, and we got this old Johnson prop. It'd be hilarious if we had to throw that on there. Um, that way, we can limp back if we were to break it. Mm-hmm. So that's that. That's pretty much you know. That's pretty much the day. I'm trying to think. Oh. Yeah, we also we pulled out the hitch, the hitch lights, and uh, we pulled out the hitch chains when we were trying to get it down the hill. It, literally, we wrenched all that off. So I can't believe that, um, or maybe I can. I'm trying to think. Anything else go wrong? Uh, um, I don't know. They're gonna have to. We're gonna have to wait for tomorrow. <laughs> I will say that the biggest failure on the bus is that the seats absolutely suck. They we could. need we need Velcro and we need a little bit more of a back lean. Yeah, I don't know if I can do anything about these wood seats yeah. having more of a back lean, but these cushions just fall off everywhere. So, like you go down the road, the guys drive, and you're trying to sit in these, and you're sliding everywhere and falling off. So, yep, I'm I'm happy about the beds though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, real good. Alrighty, let's go ahead and uh, you know uh, knock this one out. So we got some other guys here, so. <laughs> oh man alrighty I'm Jordan Duncan Chronicles Jack uh, what's your Instagram Jack Orlandy one you can follow me on Instagram there uh, I just post videos and uh, just looking to get into filming uh, in the waterfowl industry you know I've kind of been doing photography and edi- editing since high school and just started duck hunting about six years ago so figured I'd pick up the camera and see what can happen awesome doing great at all that man so let's let's keep it up and um, thanks for coming on and, and well, like I said, this is a mini series. Hopefully we can get out a few more of these as the schedule allows for the weekend. Right. Thanks for having me. Alrighty. We'll see you guys on the next one.